Welcome back to the show. This is a podcast that sits right at the intersection of social justice and money. So whatever keeps you up at night, whether that's climate change, racial injustice, gender inequality, homelessness, poverty, you name it, whatever keeps you up at night, there are probably some things that we can use our money to try to help alleviate these problems. So every week I take a listener letter, I do some research, talk to experts, I come back, I share some thoughts. Here's today's listener letter. A friend and I recently got into a debate about whether or not there's such a thing as an ethical billionaire. What do you think? I don't think billionaires should exist, but my friend says that innovators should be incentivized to improve the world. Hmm. Is it ethical to have a billion dollars? I've been a part of a lot of conversations where I've heard like investment bankers or other professionals talk about how they deserve very high levels of compensation because of how hard they work. And whenever I hear these conversations, I can only assume they've never lived a day as a typical American worker. So I'm talking about um, could be a farm worker, a caregiver, or the many, many, many many occupations in the U.S. that are a lot harder than sitting at a desk and thinking all day or, you know, these jobs where you sit on a plane and fly back and forth to think and talk in different locations. (laughs) I mean, when you say it out loud, (laughs) um, you're just never going to convince me that Elon Musk has ever worked harder than the ladies, the undocumented ladies that clean this building. They wake up at three o'clock in the morning. They drive an hour to lift heavy barrels of recycling. They get up on ladders to clean the windows and they get in their cars at about three o'clock in the afternoon to race to their next job where they bus tables until nighttime. Then they go home, they do their family's laundry, prepare food for their kids to eat when they get home from school the next day, all while managing the stress of dodging La Migra, managing their stateside families, and then often taking care of their families back in their countries of origin. So you're just never going to convince me that any of these billionaires work harder than that. You're just not. So put that aside. Sometimes the debate then moves on to the impact somebody has. And it sounds like that might be the position that your friend is taking So it's not that billionaires have worked harder, but that they've had more of an impact than everyone else. And again, as you could tell, I personally don't buy it. There was a day in July of, uh, I think that was last year, 2021, when Jeff Bezos earned $13 billion in one day. I'm going to say that again. So there was a day in July last year when Jeff Bezos earned $13 billion dollars in one day. Now, these days, he's earning about, according to reports, about $200 million a day. That means in the time it takes me to read this sentence, he has made $33,435 just in the time that it took that to read that sentence. So that's more than the average teacher makes annually in 28 states. There's just no way on earth that we can say his work or his impact in the past 10 seconds is equivalent to that of every single teacher in the United States over the course of a year. But that's what his earnings are like. 
Compensation is just way too high for these types of pursuits. And then the compounding value of money turns it into a runaway train. I do think that the elephant in the room often in these conversations is that the super high earners like Bezos or Elon Musk work extremely hard to make sure that they don't have to pay their fair share in taxes, both for their corporations and in their personal earnings. They also tend to be the same people that significantly drain our societies to serve their own profit goals. I'm not talking about the fact that these corporations put significant wear and tear on our roads and infrastructure systems that our taxpayer dollars pay for. I'm not talking about the many government programs and subsidies that have allowed Elon Musk to grow his wealth. I'm talking about the dirty little secret of many corporations, which is that they're able to manipulate worker hours and pay so that they do not pay a living wage and rely on the government to provide public assistance and federal aid in the form of food stamps and housing vouchers and Medicaid to be able to survive. So Walmart, perfect example of this. And McDonald's. Their employees are among the largest group of welfare recipients in America. If you've ever worked at one of these companies before as a frontline worker, I'm not talking about one of these laptop jobs. I'm talking about a name tag job. If you've ever had a name tag job at a place like McDonald's or Walmart, you're quickly going to notice an odd coincidence Practically everyone is scheduled to work exactly one hour under the legal requirements to provide any kind of benefits. So that's where you're going to see people scheduled to work 29 hours a week instead of 30. Because right at that moment where they hit 30 hours a week, the corporation has to give them benefits. And that's not to mention that the pay that they're receiving for those 29 hours is far below a living wage. And guess what? McDonald's and other top corporations, Walmart, all those companies, they spend a lot of money, millions of dollars a year to fight increasing the minimum wage. More than half of fast food workers are on public assistance because their employers are fighting against laws that would increase their pay. What are we doing? In order to earn a billion dollars, someone along the way has been exploited. Someone was underpaid for their labor. In order to earn a billion dollars, someone along the way has been exploited. Someone was underpaid for their labor so you could turn around and sell something for much, much more. But I actually don't think there's a lot of value in debating whether or not billionaires deserve to make that much money because it's very much a part of our culture here in America to protect and worship and feel an irrational kinship with the super rich. It's weird, but it's who we are. I think the more productive conversation to have might be, what is an ethical use for a billion dollars? So say you're an Elon Musk stan. In your eyes, he really has had a greater impact on the world than every school teacher has ever had. Maybe, okay, maybe you heard the name Elon Musk and you rolled your eyes. Pick another billionaire. Pick the one that you love and have a parasocial relationship with. Ralph Lauren or my friend in my head, Rihanna. Sorry, Rihanna. Whichever billionaire you happen to love. Somewhere along the line, someone was exploited for this billionaire to reach a billion dollars. But you know what? Even if you did things fairly, you paid all your workers a living wage, better than a living wage. You paid your taxes. You didn't lobby the government against providing basic human rights to your workers. You're not creating your products in sweatshops. 
Let's say you made a lot of money, a billion dollars, in a way that you think is ethical. But now, because of the compounding way that money grows in our current version of capitalism, you are seeing your wealth grow and grow and grow. At what point are you hoarding wealth? Let's think about this one together. What's with the death grip on their billions of dollars? So Bill Gates gave $300 million for COVID-19 relief, but his wealth is so huge that that $300 million donation is actually 0.3% of his wealth. 0.3%. He could donate that $300 million every two weeks for the rest of the year, and have just as much money on New Year's Eve as he did at the beginning of the year. Why is he hoarding so much wealth? This, I think, might be a more productive question. Why are billionaires and millionaires hoarding this level of wealth? How many generations of descendants are they trying to make wealthy? And at what point is there an ethical responsibility to look around, see how much people are suffering today, and to release that tight grip from the money? It's hard to understand an ethical it's hard to understand an ethical argument for protecting your family for three generations from now when your neighbor can't afford to eat or buy life-saving medicine today. So try that perspective next time you talk to your friend. Ask if there's anything ethical about hoarding all of that wealth when people are hanging by such a thin thread today. I don't know if you'll get very far debating whether or not someone should earn that much money in the first place. So focus on the hoarding of it all. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. I am so thankful for those of you who have been sending in questions. Keep them coming. The email address again is spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. I'll do some research and then come back and and share what I find. If you want to join the monthly-ish email newsletter, then please just send a note to the email address for the show. Again, that's spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. Or you can go to the show's website, which is pretty nice. It's very clean, simple. You can find all the episodes there. You can subscribe. I think you can leave reviews now too. So um, help a podcast out, leave a review. It's spenddonateinvest.world, W-O-R-L-D. Thanks and have a great week. Thank you.